Hello, I'm Christina Glickman, and welcome to Extra Life and Style Unscripted, the podcast. This show and my energy are like Oprah's Super Soul Sunday meets Gucci Love Parade. If you love that, I think you'll love this show. We'll talk about entrepreneurship, fashion, edgy motherhood, aging, everything in between to shift your energy into greater possibility for a life unscripted. Because after all, I built this show for you, for us. Let's go. This is a Soulfire production. In this episode, I get into rules. And let's be honest, I'm barely going to scratch the surface here, but we're going to open the door to talk about rules and the ones we place on ourselves and how ultimately they are suffocating as we lead our daily lives. And don't forget, the Extra Love Army doors are open for any new members. You can always go to my Instagram at Christina Glickman to join us or find out more about what we do in this incredibly special community or send me a DM. If you know me, I will always respond. Also, it would mean so much to me and the show if you'd subscribe, leave a review for the podcast. It's how we reach more amazing people like you. So let's get into it. Hello, my loves. Today, we're going to talk about rules. And let's be clear, this is not a one-time episode. (laughs) We can really dig deep into rules many, many times over. But I wanted to start here because I believe the rules that we place on ourselves, which are so suffocating across the board, really lend itself to not feeling happy most days. So I wanted to start off with rules into, you know, motherhood, date night, business, aging, all the things, because it's all these tiny little movements that we make that ultimately either add to our daily joy or takeaway. So let me share some stories here. You know, one of the things I'll give an example of is, you know, the rules on, you know, your partnership or somebody you're dating or your husband, you know, out into the universe, the culture tells us certain things, right? Like you may be talking to somebody and they say, oh, I have a date night twice a week with someone or, and suddenly when we hear that conversation, which most of the time is well-intended, what it does is make us reflect on ourselves and think, oh God, I don't do that. Should I be dating my spouse more or my partner? Am I not spending enough time with them? Will I ultimately end up in 20 years and not be happy with the person I'm with? Anyways, my point is that most of the time when we hear these things, it casts doubt on what we're doing because we're not steady in our own way. So, you know, for years I would hear about people doing, you know, I don't mean to be harping on date night, just seems to be an easy example about that they, they see their spouse once a week and they do date night. And I used to feel so bad. And I'd say to Adam, oh my gosh, why can't we pull that off? Shouldn't we be doing that? And here's the reality. It doesn't matter what anyone else is doing. I will tell you what, after two decades of marriage, I am more connected with my husband than I ever have been. And we don't really have date nights. I don't mean date nights are wrong, but my point is we've managed to create a life and a relationship that works for us, not anyone else. And that's what we all need to be doing, right? If if five date nights work for you, do five. My point is that most of the time, they feel like a little bit like rules or things we should be doing. And if we're not doing them, what's wrong with us? And that creates tension or friction. And it's all just such a joke. Who cares? Are you happy in your relationship? Does it work for you? Are you not feeling connected to somebody you're with? That goes for anything, right? And so I would say that when somebody brings up a suggestion or idea, audit yourself. Does that work for you? Does it feel right? 
and, and not let it nick away at the foundation and core of who you are. Now that's easier said than done, but test it out. Because most of the time when we're sharing, we reflect upon ourselves and if we're doing it or not doing it, you know, same goes for like, you know, exercising, you know, it's like, oh my gosh, if I don't do it every morning, then I'm not this X, Y, Z person. Who cares? Decide what you want. Do you want to be healthy and move your body around every day? Then do it. And in your own way, if it means that you walked up a flight of stairs and you check the box that that's your exercise, then freaking check that box. Like uh, applying rules to our lives that are made up by somebody else makes me crazy. It only makes me feel bad about myself. You know, motherhood. Oh, forget this one. I mean, the reality is that it's hard enough as a parent. We do a great job of taking ourselves down. I actually don't need you to take me down because I'm pretty good at doing that myself. But, you know, every decision we make with our children, right? So, you know, with my kids, I have uh, homebodies. They love to be home. And I used to feel so guilty that, you know, that my son didn't want to go and play on a traveling basketball team. And I felt like, oh my gosh, am I not being a good parent and everybody else is doing it and shouldn't I be doing it? And once I realized, who cares what everybody else is doing? Is it good for my son? Is it good for me? And getting that confidence and to what I know to be true and releasing all the rules, he was happy, I was happy. But once again, it was the outside world that again, I don't think it's bad intention, but It all comes pouring in and washes over us and casts these doubts about how we're operating in all the ways in this world. But if I continue to just hone it all in and get back to the line, which is what is my place of being and the values I have and where I want to stand, usually what bubbles up is I kind of don't want to do it the way somebody else is doing it. Business. Goodness sakes. (laughs) I'm always being told, or I should say, seeking advice, and then I don't usually take it because it doesn't feel right. And for me, when I was, you know, writing this book and talking with a publisher, they told me a thousand reasons why everything that I was doing was wrong because nobody's going to buy a book like this, the font, the artwork, whatever it might be. And to be clear, this isn't about being right or wrong. It's just being about what I want to do. And so those rules that were being applied were based on smart business strategy, people that are experts and all the things. And I will never discredit that, but I get to do what I want to do. This is my life to lead. I'm not going to hand you the driver's license to me. And every single day when we apply everyone else's rules to what we want to do, we get lost. And again, Please hear me. This is not about you're right, I'm wrong. It's none of that. It's that I'm allowed to lead this life, to make the mistakes, to do things in the way that suits me best. When it comes to aging, there's so many rules about this. Everything from what you should wear or not wear to how you should behave, not behave, what's an appropriate thing for you to be doing. And if we could just decide that we are good enough to pursue what we want to do without the rules of everyone else, not only is it liberating for us, but man, that permission slip you give to somebody else that sees you doing it is pretty awesome. I love that. And so we'll continue to talk about rules because those that are imposed upon us most of the time don't lead us to feeling good about ourselves because we are we are suddenly subscribing to a way of living that we didn't 
plan. I'm taking somebody else's blueprint and applying it to myself because, you know, it's a smart way to live, to look outside yourself and say, oh, this person did it successfully. What do I learn from it? But once again, if we lose sight of who we are in that process, you will never ultimately fully get to that place of being fulfilled or satisfied and and owning the responsibility that it is your life to lead in all of these moments. You know, rules are fine for guardrails when we might need them, but when it comes to how you want to live, be very selective. Take in what you think can make something better, you know, reject what you don't want. And the reality is that everything's temporary anyways. So what if we make a mistake? So what if we fail? Isn't that living? I would rather my entire life continue to fail than to not live. And if I lead my life based on rules, not only will I be wildly unhappy, but I also don't leave any room for the magic that happens when I don't have a plan. Usually rules come with a playbook. It says, based on success in history, if you do these things, this will be great. In parenting, if you put your kid in this great school and you do all the testing and you put money into tutoring and you do all these things, you're going to come out with this shiny package. I don't want the shiny package. I want my package that's messy and complicated and scrappy and weird and strange because it's mine, because it's the life I've created. So I hope next time you're in conversation with someone, you let it wash over you and see what somebody else is doing that's great. But those rules don't have to apply to you. You get to make your own. Knowing that you can make the mistakes is just fine. But the best thing you can do to lead a life that's off script is to make sure that the only rules that you follow really come from inside of you. Thank you so much for being here. Don't forget to subscribe and we'll see you next week.